I'm Lauren Whitehurst. I'm a certified personal trainer and certified nutrition coach. Hi, I'm Sunny Livingcott. I'm a certified professional life coach and a certified brain health professional. We also have Angela Salyers, who is a licensed professional counselor, and the three of us together make up Whole Whole Life Vitality. Vitality. We teach Whole Life Vitality of the mind, body, and soul, bringing the physical, emotional, and spiritual together for whole life wellness. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back. We are here today to do part two of living with ADD. Yes. Because we just got so excited when talking about the first one that we were like, we have to do a part two. We have to. (laughs) Otherwise, you are going to be sitting there for two hours. Maybe. Yeah. It's it's quite possible. And your ADD might not let you sit there for two hours. That's very true. (laughs) Although I will say, one of the benefits of listening on a podcast is that you can pause, you can come back later. Yes. And it's audio so you can do other things while you listen so put those airpods in all good things that's right i um listen to things on the regular a lot Mm. of um add people with add are audible learners and so it's a lot easier for me to put in headphones and move around and do something and then i don't know if you know this but there isn't a recall association so i mow the lawn while I listen to audiobooks ah. and I'll go outside to mow the lawn and remember an audiobook that I've read, like read, quote unquote read, like two years ago. And it all wow. comes back to me. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was such a good book. And you know, I'm recalling all this information because That's great. When you're doing something and you're learning something, when you do that other thing, you have that that memory in your body as well. It's wow. very cool. See me, I'm just turning on like 90s hits and i'm out there like girl i bet you know every word to those songs though oh i know every man the 90s right? music i know every and so you and see i'm sitting out there you're you're <laughs> reading books while you're mowing the lawn and i'm out there like you know straight up tlc and <laughs> hey not not every time but sometimes i'm in the mood for music and i bust it out insane it's in the membrane <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's me. Don't mess up my jams. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Um, so as we were finishing up our last podcast, I was thinking we would be doing a disservice if we didn't talk about how lifestyle plays a part in living with ADD. Yes. Because it plays a huge part. Yes. I was just um, talking with my psychiatrist this week and he asked me how I was doing. And I said, um, you know, I've been a little bit lower lately. And he's like, well, how are you? How is your sleep? And I said, well, um, you know, when I put a lot on my plate, then I tend to um, get to bed a little later than I would like to, which means that I'm not getting quite as much sleep as I would like. And he looked at me and he said, that plays a really big part. Mm -hmm. Sleep. Really? (gasps) Who knew? Really? Sleep matters. What? Hmm? And if you need to go back and listen to our podcast on sleep, please do. It's a good one. Oh man, I am an advocate Mm -hmm. for, because I'm in mental health, for sleep. Yep. Sleep is, there's a reason why your babies are very difficult to deal with when they don't get their naps oh or when goodness. they're woken up from their naps or 
Or if they just get off their normal cycle. If you always do bedtime at this time and for a couple of days, bedtime gets thrown off, they're cranky. They're out of sorts. They don't feel good. No, but then we grow up to be, you know, adults and Mm -hmm. we're like, I don't need sleep. That's the first thing that we sacrifice. And that's the one that you really, really don't need to sacrifice. I will tell, I will, that's the first question that I'll ask people, how how is your sleep? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sleeping. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. I feel like every time I ask that question of a client, there's always some sort of caveat. It's like, Oh, it's fine. I'm like, okay, so how much sleep are you getting? Well, you know, they dig a yeah. little deeper and then there's always something else in there. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't get to bed consistently or I don't wake up consistently at these times or, um, yeah. I don't stay asleep or, uh, on, on the weekends, I sleep until noon, but every other day I'm up at four in the morning. Yeah. And, you know, just that lack of consistency can be enough to really throw off the way that your brain works. Yeah. And it's affecting for mm-hmm. ADD. Oh, very, very. Uh, my my daughter, again, I always tell stories about my wonderful daughter, but I got so excited last week. I even, if you missed it, I did a social media uh video about it. Cause I was so excited and, uh, she's not a morning person, not even close. Mm-hmm. She uh, has been diagnosed with ADD for, I don't know, maybe four years now. Mm-hmm. And, um, mornings are especially hard for her yeah. and she's very, very, very cranky every morning. And we were on our way to school and she was doing her flashcards and she is, um, talking about her tests and she's gotten up and handled all her business and she is just ready to go. And the whole way to school, we're just chatting and we get there and she says, I'm going to ace this test and it's going to be a great day. And I was like, who are you? And what have you done with my child? Like, I said in the video, I wanted to get my phone out and record her right then and there. And someone gave me a hard time. They're like, your first thought is to record it. And I said, yes, because I wanted documented proof that this happened. Yeah. That her, the actions that she took was affecting to her mindset. That was three days. She had found a, a good sleep routine that worked for her. And that was a third night of solid, good sleep for her. Yes. And just that made a world of a difference, like a completely different child for her brain. Yes. Like it, it boosted her confidence mm-hmm. and it helped her to be task oriented. Yep. Just sleep. Yep. That's amazing. We look at it as something that's so simple or something that I don't, why do we think it's fun to stay up late? I don't know. I mean, and I say we, because me too, like I'll get to the end of the day and I'm like, I don't want to go to bed yet. What do we think we're going to miss? Yeah. I, we all do it. And, and you know, you have that, that, well, I need to, um, I need to unwind. Well, what were you doing? <laughs> The, all the hours before what did what how much unwinding did you work until 10 p.m and well, then like i need an hour sometimes sometimes i do work until 10 p.m not not on good days let me just tell you mm-hmm. i'm usually way more responsible than that but there are some days that i don't feel like i sit down mm-hmm. just to even take a breath from the crazy day until the kids are asleep and everything's settled and i've cleaned up the kitchen and handled all the things and then i sit down and i go <sighs> And then I don't want to go to bed because I feel like I don't have any downtime. Yeah. But that's when 
again, go back and watch uh, and listen to our sleep podcast. That's when the bedtime routine comes really majorly into play. And yep. Sunny walked us through that. It was so good. Listen, go back and listen. Yes. I say this because it changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that I had insomnia. I, I did. And it quote unquote runs in my family. So I assumed that I had taken that on and I don't have insomnia. I had anxiety. <laughs> well, you know what assuming does? Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you don't know, go look that up. Go look it up because hey, we, hey, our gen, our gen, gen Z's, <laughs> right? Go look that up because right. I, I guarantee you haven't heard that saying. I told my daughter what I said, you know what assuming does? And she goes, no. And so I told her and she thought it was the funniest Just the thing. hilarious. Oh, yeah. the funniest thing. I mean, I have a teenage daughter and we don't use profanity in our house out of yeah. respect for each other. Yeah. Um, but occasionally I have told her that for, um, to what, what is the word I'm trying to look for to amplify, to amplify yeah. a moment. Um, people sometimes like to use these words. Yeah. And so I, I told her, what it was and she just thought it was the funniest thing she's ever heard so now we'll i'll say assuming and she'll just give me the side eye she's like i get it Uh but it's so true it's so true Mm -hmm. so sleep very very important for everyone yes it's it's really important for the add brain to get rest and all aspects of mental health yes if you have anything else mental health wise going on it will do you will do better with sleep and consistent sleep and you will do worse if that gets thrown off okay. across the board. So take that into account. Sleep. Mm-hmm. Number one. Uh, number two, um, does, does body movement help ADD brains? Oh my goodness. Does body movement help ADD brains? Your body, there are a few things that your body does really, really well, but it doesn't flush. Like your lymphatic system will not flush itself unless you're moving. Mm. You need that movement. You need that exercise. And that's part of what cleans your body out. We yeah. need to get rid of all this extra stuff. Yeah. There's a hormone that you produce in the middle of the night when you're sleeping that actually is a pain relieving hormone. Wow. So if you've never gotten a really good night's sleep and you wake up the next day and your body just kind of aches a little bit and you just don't feel good. It's because you didn't produce that pain relieving hormone. Well, that pain relieving hormone has to be eliminated the next day and is only eliminated through movement. (laughs) And if it, you accumulate too much of that in your body, then it also causes pain. So then we have people who are dealing with chronic pain because they are not sleeping well and they're not moving their bodies. And we know chronic pain majorly affects your brain. Yeah. So it's all connected. Um, the, the dopamine, the serotonin, the, um, all of those feel good hormones, the, the endorphins, what is it that Elle Wood says? She says, exercise makes you happy. Yeah. Exercise releases endorphins and endorphins make you happy and happy people. They just don't kill their husbands. They just don't. (laughs) They don't do that. I love that movie. And so we need that movement. We need that movement to get out the excess energy. We need that movement to flush our bodies of excess chemicals. We need that movement to keep our sanity. Yeah. So it helps you focus. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. The, our, our lovely government and, um, what scientists of the world, they suggest 30 minutes of movement a day or 150 movement minutes a week. And, um, I think that's a pretty good rule of thumb. You can get that in, um, three 10 minute increments over the course of the day. If you just want to take a 10 minute walk after each meal, you can go for a run, you can turn on some music and do a dance party. Like there's so many fun ways to, get movement and none of them are wrong. Yeah. And like you said in the last, in in part one, that ADD, um, if you do, you know, if you're listening to something, Mm -hmm. so that's really beneficial, like whenever you have a task and so maybe you're not used to any movement at all. So that seems like a task for you. It can. So maybe putting on a book or, you know, listening to a podcast or listening to music while you go take a walk Mm -hmm. or, you know, something like that would actually benefit a, you know, someone that is dealing with ADD and needs to get moving. When I was 22, 23, um, I, had an iPhone already. So fun, right? I think it was around the first iPhone and I could download shows to the iPhone, like from iTunes, download an episode of a show to the iPhone and I would save them and not, not watch them. And the only way that I would allow myself to watch them is if I was at the gym on a piece of equipment, Yeah, because that meant that I was getting my movement movement in. And so I would save it and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to go watch my show. Was I really excited to get on the treadmill or to get on the elliptical or the bike or whatever? Not really, but it meant that I had that time to watch my show. And so if you link it to something you enjoy, you'll be way more likely to do it. So just 30 minutes a day, Mm -hmm. that's very, very doable for, I mean, truly, even if you're not doing, you're coming at it, not doing anything right now just setting yourself a goal for 30 minutes. And like you said, break it, you break it down into 10 minute, 10 minute increments. That's, yep. that's amazing. Yep. That's we can do that. Just, just 10 minutes. We can do that three times a day, but yep. super beneficial for all of us, but especially mm-hmm. with the ADD brain, cause mm-hmm. it's, it's really is improving your focus yep. and helping you feel better and have clarity. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yep. Um, okay. So we just had sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, we just talked about movement. Mm -hmm. What about diets? What, what about diet for the ADD, you know, brain does diet matter? Can, okay. Let me just preface this by saying, can we still be friends (laughs) and please don't come for me. (laughs) I mean, just know in advance, I love you and I'm not going to take away all your favorite things. But um, it might be time to take a look in your pantry Mm -hmm. because food dyes, additives, processed, um, processed grains and processed oils. These processed foods are clogging up your bodies and they are destroying your brains. Mm -hmm. They you are doing so much damage when you are eating these foods. And I tell my kids they are specially designed in labs. They do tests on these foods to get just the right chemical compounds to be very exciting for your brains. Mm -hmm. So you take a bite of a Dorito 
And what's the first thing that happens? Mm-hmm. You're like, woo, that's exciting. Yeah. Your taste buds light up. Yeah. All those sensors in your brain light up. You are so excited and you want another. Mm-hmm. And you want another and you want another. And by the third or fourth chip, you don't even taste it anymore. But your body keeps saying, give me more, give me more, give me more, right. give me more. Because the dopamine that you got from that first initial hit, your body wants that again. But it can't get that again because it already got it. Mm-hmm. So so you're done there. So that that whole cycle causes all sorts of food addictions. Mm-hmm. And leaving people coming back for more salty and then more sweet and then more salty and then more sweet. And then the do some research guys on the food dyes because they directly affect your brain. Children who have ADD, children who don't have ADD will exhibit ADD type symptoms when given red dye number 40. Okay. Um, and which we did hear about that in the 90s. Yeah. Um, they did talk about red. That was the only thing they really talked about. Right. But I remember that, you know, being kind of introduced to us mm-hmm. is red dye. And then quickly buried. It, yeah, it mm-hmm. went away. But it was, I do remember that yeah. um, when talking about the rise of ADD, which I don't know if it was a rise, it was an awareness, I yeah, think. I think so. <laughs> an awareness. Mm-hmm. But uh, red dye, uh, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. The... A lot of the things that have those dyes in them too are sweet treats. Yeah. And so then you have to take a look at your blood sugar. So you're eating these sweet treats and your blood sugar just spikes, mm-hmm. right? It goes way, way up and your brain's excited and your body's excited and you feel so great because you feel like you're just on top of the world and you can accomplish anything. Oh my gosh, I have all this energy. And then you crash. Yeah. And that spike in that crash is just really doing a number on your brain, on your ability to focus. As an adult, if you have ever had a really sugary frappuccino, yeah, and it's so yummy, and you just really enjoyed it, and you sit down to do your work, and 30 minutes later, you want to fall asleep. Yeah. That's what you're doing to your child when you feed them Fruit Loops for breakfast. Absolutely. Um, And even... Even I, I coach middle school volleyball and we had a game last night and um, my players, I when they're not in front of me, I can't see what it is they're doing. Yeah. But one of them had had this crazy energy drink oh my before the game. And in the middle of one of our timeouts, she showed me her hand oh, no. and her hand was just shaking. Oh. And I said, this is a cause and effect. Yeah. Uh, listen, that's, it's, it's really not good for you, period. But before you're going to be playing a, a game, yeah. really, really not good for you. Ah. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Well, they market them as performance drinks. They, they do. market them as pre-workouts. They market them towards health. Towards, towards they the market whole health them industry. towards health. Mm-hmm. And I mean, looking at this beautiful child, just her hand shaking. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is not health. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh. And she's like, I'm sorry, I don't even know what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. I said, it's yeah, well. That's- a lot of people self-medicate ADD without ever even knowing they have it with caffeine or with alcohol or with um, oh. other drugs like THC. And they're like, well, it balances me out. I feel better. I've, I've 
exist better in this space when I have it, but they don't realize that maybe they have ADD and they're just trying to regulate their body's natural rise and fall that they have or their lack of dopamine or serotonin or whatever might be going on for them. So if you find yourself feeling like you can only focus on caffeine and then you crash really hard and you just need more, maybe look into that. That's a telltale sign. I think so. Absolutely. That's great. Um, And it's always, (laughs) you said something to me so profound um, a while ago, the benefits of just implementing one raw vegetable or one fruit a day, how beneficial it was to your body. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. The the fiber, the nutrients, the the minerals, the vitamins, everything that you get from it just makes such a huge difference into your life. But I will say, just like anything else, if you'll do it once, you'll do it again. Yeah. And so if you just encourage yourself, you're like, I'm just going to have an apple for a snack every day. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just going to have some carrots with my lunch. Yeah. If you start getting a taste for those foods, you will eat more of them. Yes. And that's what your body wants. The fiber that you get from eating that food, from eating those fresh fruits and vegetables, that works as like a cleaning system for your insides. Yeah. So one of them kind of soluble, insoluble fiber, one of them kind of scrubs around the outside of your guts and cleans out. And the other one comes through like a... and like a, um, a thick flood maybe is the best way to say it and pushes everything else all the way through. And so one's scrubbing off and one's encouraging the rest to go through. And if that stuff gets backed up in your gut, your gut has been considered your second brain. And in some cases, even more intelligent than your first brain. And when that gets backed up with sludge and gunk and chemicals, you will not think clearly. You need that good food to help everything push through. If you're like, oh, I think I might have ADD, but I haven't pooped in four days, maybe just go use the bathroom. Maybe. (laughs) And this, like you said, you've said it multiple times, this is great for all of us, but especially, you know, for the ADD brain Mm -hmm. as well. So um, if you have, if you've really never thought about, you know, your, your diet. And I'm not talking about going on a diet. I'm talking about what you're consuming. Um, your nutrition, your I, nutrition. I, I say nutrition because I'm like, I don't tell people to get on a diet, Yes, but I'm like, let's just take a look at your nutrition. Yes. And so if you've, you know, you, and we're from the deep South, I, I I'm from the deep South where everything is, yep. you know, fried, we can fry that. Hmm. Um, so I haven't been, you know, really, brought up to, you know, think in the, in the terms of, you know, what's beneficial for me. So something that even helped me was going to the grocery store, even saying, I'm going to walk out with more things that aren't in a box than are in a box. Okay. And even making that like my goal, instead of just walking in saying, all of this has to go. Right. Because when you do it that way, Mm you're setting yourself up for failure. It's, like It's not realistic. It's not realistic. Mm-hmm. But taking small, even setting myself up for small goals where I want to go convenient route mm-hmm. instead of, and saying, wait, I can make this. Yeah. You know, let's, let's make this with real food mm-hmm. um, as instead of 
throwing it in a box because truly, is it that much more work for me to come home and wash some fruit and cut it up and put that in my child's lunch as opposed to taking a little Debbie and throwing it in because I've, you know what I'm saying? So, So truly taking, even for me, that was really helpful is taking stock in my cart and saying, do Mm -hmm. I have more things in here that God made as opposed to coming in a box? Yeah. Something that was made in a factory. Yes. Mm -hmm. And if you need help figuring out, eat this, not that, we can help you with that. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I do. Uh, Lauren helps me with that. Um, I'm not sitting here and I'm not even going to lie to you and say that I am a professional at that. No, this is a new journey for me as well. Being friends with Lauren has really taught me the gut mind connection Mm -hmm. and has been really beneficial for me. So I'm learning right there with you. I'm not coming at it as a professional. I'm coming at it novice. Um, but the things that she's taught me is so helpful because she is not the person that says, um, I want you to purge everything Mm -hmm. right now. She, uh, isn't even one that labels good, bad. She labels better. Um, and, and it's been, it, I don't feel shame when I'm dealing, you know, with, with learning with Lauren is there's no shame around it. There's no guilt around it. I can, you know, be honest with her and she can be honest with me and I understand, okay, I'm making a decision here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's what sets this apart from other people that are like, you know, they, they want to make you feel guilty and shameful for what it is you're doing or they like, well, it doesn't matter. Lauren will tell you it matters. Yeah. And (laughs) it's okay, but you're making the decision. (laughs) But what's better? What's a better decision? What's Mm -hmm. a better alternative? And she always has an alternative. It's never one that I've like had to give up. Even when I was sick recently, she put a really high quality (laughs) chocolate in my bag. And you think, you know, a nutritionist, they don't, you know, you don't get sweets. That's not true at all. Mm -hmm. That's not true at all. I love chocolate. She still, yes, she still enjoys, you know, the, the sweets in life. And, but it was a high quality chocolate and peanut butter. And it was delicious. I know. So good. Those are some of my favorites. In case you're looking for them, they're the Justin's dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Oh my gosh. And they're so yummy. It was so good. So truly it's not something that immediately when you think nutrition, that it means that you are, you know, void of everything in your life and you know, you can't have, that's not how it is. So definitely reach out and, um, truly your lifestyle matters. I mean, it matters for all of us, but definitely when dealing with ADD, your sleep, your movement, your nutrition, it's benefiting or it's hurting you. Yep. A hundred percent. Hang on. There was something I needed to say. I like this. You know, last time I did this, I forgot to edit it out <laughs> and it stayed in and I, Kensington heard it and she's like, that's okay, mom, just leave it because people need to know that sometimes well, you have brain farts too. You are a working woman and you're working with ADD. That's what it looks like. Sometimes it doesn't mean that's that you always like. know what you're going to say. I'm like I had something to say right there. What was it? Uh, the, the difference between a diet And nutrition is a diet is temporary and looking at your nutrition. This is something for your life. It's a lifestyle. This is something that you're going to work on and you want to be able to exist in this space forever. Yes. So if, 
you're not doing something that's sustainable long-term, then it's not the right thing for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even with mindset, with, with being a life coach, with my clients, I'm not setting up setting them up to work with them forever. Life coaching is not supposed to be a forever. Yeah. I, I'm giving you the tools that you need to implement, and then you start implementing them, and your life changes. Um, I'm always here, but we don't, like, it's not something that, you know, is a forever. So I want you, you know, when I give you these tools, they're for you to use. So uh, the morning routines and, mm-hmm. you know, how our thoughts There's something that we're setting you up for a lifestyle. I want you to continue to do them forever, not just to get you through the anxiety attack. And then, okay, I'm I'm better now. Hmm, No, everything we're teaching, we want you to implement into your life that becomes part of your routine, part of who you are. And you see it as, okay, this benefits me. This is something just like a prescription this is, you know, my prescription for a well-balanced whole life. Mm-hmm. About, gosh, I want to say three years ago now. Okay, so 2020, I started doing yoga and started doing yoga every day. And I was like, you know what? This is great. This is something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to get better at. I've enjoyed yoga off and on all of my adult life, but I really wanted to get better at it. So I started being more intentional with it around that time. And then maybe halfway through yoga, halfway through 2020, then um, a couple of friends and I decided, let's do a yoga challenge. Let's see who can do yoga the most days in a row without missing one. And I love stuff like that because I'm like Like, anything to encourage us to keep going. Playing the game of the balloon. Don't let it touch. Like how many times can we hit it before it touches the floor? And we all got really invested because we all put money into a pot. And we're like, we're going to go for six months. And if we're still going at six months, we're all going to put more money in the pot. And we're just going to let that money grow until uh, whoever is the last man standing takes the money. Right. So um, I was having so much fun with this. I'm also um, really driven by fun. Yeah. Not necessarily by the competitive nature of it. But by the fun. But by the fun. So then when the other people started to kind of poop out, then I was like, it's okay. You know, we'll just divide up the funds again and you guys go on your way. But at this point, I'm in it. Right. So I made it 187 days before I missed a day. And I just fell asleep one night and just forgot to do yoga. So I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh man, I missed. But I was so invested at that point. It had become so much part of my life that I just picked it right back up and kept going. And at this point, I'm... I don't know, I think around 815 days that I I haven't missed a day. That's amazing. And I told myself it can be as short as five minutes. Absolutely. As short as five minutes. And it still counts. Yeah. And so whatever you need to do to tell yourself, I can do this in a way that's sustainable, do that tiny little thing that you can do every day for the rest of your life. At this point, I will get into the bedroom and my husband will look at me and he'll say, have you done yoga today? Yeah. And sometimes I say yes. And sometimes I'm like, ah, and so I'll get down on the floor and I'll do five or 10 minutes or 15 minutes of yoga before I get in bed. Yep. And that's okay. Yes. Whatever you want it to look like for you, but that's what sustainability looks like. Yes. It's small steps. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, the P90X version. Oh my goodness. That's another, that's intense. That's another, another, another (laughs) podcast. (laughs) 
as intense. And don't get me wrong, I have done P90X and I thought it was fun uh, for the time period that I did it. I did it, but I did not think it was fun. I was saying very ugly things in were my you, head. But were you doing it to torture yourself or were you doing it because it was fun? Uh, uh, well, what was your main We're going to have to agree here. or disagree. I, it's not fun. <laughs> it is not fun. It is horrible. Uh, if I am doing something that the Navy SEALs are doing, I, no, no, look at me. Look at me. This was not bred for P90X. <laughs> oh no. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. No. I'm like, Mm-mm. and that's why it's important to find what works for you because we all, we all enjoy something different. I have done CrossFit. I am not a CrossFitter. That is not my jam. Although I mad respect for the, for the CrossFit games, because mm-hmm. let me tell you that stuff is intense, yeah. um, but it's about finding what works for you. And at this moment in my existence, yoga working really well for yeah. me. Yes. <laughs> I, I've been bike riding. There you, oh, I have. Have you? I I'm have. So proud. I've been Look at you riding. getting your movement like in. My five, I'm, I'm at five miles a day wow. and I'm liking it. Sunny. I know. I like it. You've so, been holding that one close to the chest. I, I know. I'm, I'm like. Okay. So you got to find your thing. Yeah. That's amazing. Universally, it. it's not running for us. We hate it. And that's, I think that's why we're best friends. That is I true. needed to find someone who was not on the running team <laughs> because I'm like. You got the obsessed people. And every time I see them, I'm like, Uh, you are are not my people. Spent a lot of my life wanting to be one of those people because they look so happy. They look like they're just really enjoying themselves. And then I did it. And I ran the 10Ks and I ran every day and I did all the miles. And I was like, you know what? This does not make me happy. No. It does not. It did not make no. me happy. It made my body very angry. No, put me on a basketball court. I'll run. Yes. I, I have an objective. Yes. Get the ball. But just to go out and listen to my feet hit the pavement, I'm like, <laughs> that is not your thing. <laughs> nope. Oh my goodness. Okay. So we've talked a lot today about lifestyle. And again, this is part two for ADD, but really this is universal Yeah. because no matter where you are in your head, in your body, if you are doing positive things for your lifestyle, then everything gets better. Absolutely. You'll start to feel better across the board. Uh, if this is something that you need some help with, whether it is mindset, whether it is nutrition, whether it is physical activity or coming up with a program or finding the thing that brings you joy, we're here for you. Yes. Reach out. Yeah. We love doing this with you. We love cheering you on. We love being on this journey with you. So thank you so much. Thanks for showing up today. We'll see you next time. Next time. Bye.